that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 Beloved, my name is Bech, and you are welcome to Gospel Spread. In today's episode, we want to focus on our verse, important verse, an important word in the verse that says that confess. If thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, thou shalt be saved. Beloved, if we isolate this word or this verse, from the entire Bible, we might come to the conclusion that there's a precondition for being saved. That if you confess with your mouth that the Lord is Jesus, or Jesus is the Lord and Savior, then you shall be saved. Beloved, let's look at the entire Bible, bring the entire Bible to bear on this verse and find out if these conclusions are true because we know from our previous studies that there are no preconditions for salvation christ did not come to make us savable christ came to save us now in looking at the verse uh, that says that if they confess with their mouth the lord jesus ye shall be saved. We shall answer important questions, and they are, what does the Bible explain or say about confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus? And also, is confessing by any person of Jesus make that person saved? Also, is confessing a precondition for salvation? And finally, how does one become saved and what is the rule of confession? Beloved, the biblical meaning for confess or of confession as used in the Bible has many meanings. And in this text or in this context, we shall look at its biblical meaning. In everyday parlance, when we say confess, we just talk about admission or commit, I mean, um, sin or your the wrong that you have done. You decide that, oh, you are going to tell the truth because you have previously denied that particular truth. And therefore, we want to speak the truth and say, we say that, oh, you are confessing. But when we go to the Bible, this has a different meaning. In the Bible, and especially in the text that we have read, confession means that to speak the same thing or to speak the same thing as God will speak. In other words, we have to have the same mind with God. If we have the same mind with God, then it means God's view on, the, on things 
are also our view. We read in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16, that we as Christians have the mind of God. Therefore, we can say the same things about Jesus, which God will also say. Therefore, we say that confess means that to profess Jesus with our mouths or to declare Jesus with our mouths. This meaning goes beyond just admitting a historical fact or a record or acknowledging a fact. We know this because in Matthew chapter 8, verse 28 and 29, we hear that the devils also uh, acknowledging Jesus. They were coming from the tomb, two men, two people, persons from the tomb, possessed with devils, made Jesus, and they cried out, Why have you come to destroy us before our time? Thou Son of God. That declaration or admission that Jesus Christ was the Son of God did not make the devils saved. And therefore, just ordinary admission or acknowledgement that Jesus Christ is the Son of God does not make anyone saved. Therefore, it's very important that this confession, when you are of the same mind with God about yourself, about God, about the world, then the deity of Christ, his offices, his works on the cross and teachings, these are the things that we are supposed to profess. These are the things that we declare that to make our confession a biblical confession. Now, the other question we have to ask ourselves, <coughs> excuse me, does confession with our mouth about Jesus Christ by everybody make him or her saved? The answer is no. Those, like we said earlier, those Paul was addressing were Christians and not persons who were not believers. So if Paul was telling them that if they confess their sins, which means they were Christians who were declaring the word of God, who were giving testimony about Jesus Christ, you cannot give testimony or witness about someone you do not know very well. The unsaved are dead, they are lost. They are blind and deaf, they are wretched, and they are unprofitable and even enemies of God. How can they then profess Jesus Christ? So, they cannot profess Jesus Christ acceptably. If that is so, the next question then is, is confessing with the mouth about Jesus a prerequisite for salvation? The answer, therefore, we also know is no. Because salvation is by grace. It is a free gift. And therefore there is no prerequisite. If there is a prerequisite, then it is not, it's no more by grace, but rather by works. So, there is nothing anyone can do to become saved. Our good, how good, our good acts of uh, good works cannot save us. Act of mercy cannot save us. All those only for people who come pleased with us and they are happy with us, but in the sight of God, God sees those acts of works, good works, as filthy rags. Again, our religion cannot save us. Being a church member, 
paying our tithes, baptism, Lord's Supper, communion service, worship service, reading the Bible, even holding positions in the church, that cannot save us. We also know that our good morals can never also save us. They can only become meaningful and they become acceptable to God if we are saved. If we are saved, those sins become therefore necessary. But without salvation, we cannot confess them and those sins cannot save us. Now, the, the last question we might ask is, how does one become saved and the rule of godly profession or godly confession? For one to be saved, one must be under the hearing of the true gospel. We hear in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, therefore, for one to be saved, you must be under the hearing of the word of God. Therefore, the Holy Spirit must use the gospel, the elements of the gospel, to circumcise your heart, that is, your mind, your emotions, and your will, who uh, impress upon your heart in such a way that God will even make you to both to will and to do of his good pleasure, and make you born again. It makes you be born, miraculously born from above. Beloved, you become a new creature. As we see in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that if you are in Christ, you are a new creature. A new creature means that you have a new master, a new lord, you have new values, new fears, and all your things become new. You now live in the kingdom. Now you see things from God's perspective. And now, therefore, you therefore see your, your, your true nature, who you are, that, oh, you are a stinking sinner, and therefore, you know, none of your works can save you. So, the, the, law, that, the law that you try to, uh, to keep will now drive you to Jesus Christ. And finally, you fall under his feet. And so, forgive me my sins. Like the publican of old, you beat your heart, say, Lord, I'm a sinner, have mercy on me. Beloved, Christ becomes your only Savior. You want to rely on Him and Him alone. Now you recognize that, yes, the Holy Spirit did this work in you because Christ died for you. We are told that before the foundation of the world, Christ, God chose you as His special person. And for you to be saved, Christ has to come to the earth here and take the nature of the man and die for those particular people God chose or God selected. Now, before even these things were implemented, before the Holy Spirit had to uh, apply the word to your hearts, before Christ came to die for you, before God chose you and gave you to Christ to come and die for, in within, before the foundation of the earth, or the world, we are told that God, the triune God, entered into an eternal redemptive covenant of grace. And based on that, there was an agreement that the Father would choose, the Son would die for, and the Holy Spirit will quicken you by applying the word to your heart. That is how you become saved. So, beloved, the one who can confess, biblically confess, Jesus Christ is the one 
who has been saved, the one who has been quickened and given a new life. Beloved, are you saved? Now, we recognize in our verse that, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus Christ as Lord, you will be saved. Now, you know that salvation is both for the, the past, the present, and the future. Therefore, the evidence that indeed you are a child of God is the fact that you confess Jesus Christ. You declare the word of God. You preach to other people. You teach other people. You, und you undertake the Great Commission where we are instructed, Go ye therefore to all nations, all, all ethnic groups, and preach the gospel. So as we do that, we recognize that, yes, you are by justification, you are justified already by faith, and therefore you are saved by the works that Christ has done for you. Again, it is a continuous process. You will now become sanctified. Thus, you are being saved as you become holier and holier and holier in human terms. So, we are saying that in the present tense, you are being saved. You are being saved from one sin to another. And finally, you are glorified. When this, our body, gives way and it, it collapses and the spirit is now very strong and it gets, we, get, we get glorified bodies. So, indeed, we find out that as we confess Christ, all these things become a package and we enjoy them. We were saved, we are being saved, and we shall be saved in glorification. So, as Christians, if we are saved, never stop professing Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you are not saved and you are lucky, or by the grace of God, you are listening to uh, this message, it's possible God is drawing you to Himself. It's possible that you are one of the elect that God is drawing you because you are afraid of hell, because you are, you know, you are uncomfortable with a sin, with your sin situation, and therefore you are afraid that if you die, um, you will go to hell and you are, you are walking about guilty and feeling ashamed of your own sin. We know that with all this, it means God must be drawing you to himself to save you. Beloved, this is a beautiful message that will you confess Jesus Christ. This is our prayer that you also confess Jesus Christ and be saved. The Lord bless the hearing of this message and use the content to save us or get us uh, on, on fire for mission work so that we shall also evangelize and win souls for your, ourselves. Beloved, if you have any contribution or any thoughts, you may contact us on 233-201-747-076. Text us on two three the same number 233-201-747-076. Email us on gospelspread at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook, Gospel Spread. The Lord be with you. Thank you.